welcome back to another episode of the Good, Good for, for Her, Her podcast. podcast. With me, Fonzie. And me, Lovely. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How have you been? You know, same shit, different day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a minute. It has. Well, for us, no. But for the listeners, yes. You guys, I love you. And this is a passion project. And the important thing is that we keep coming back and... It's hard out here for a bitch, okay? Honestly, we both have full-time jobs. We both work, like, late hours. And we both have shit going on. It's, it's the holiday. It was the holiday. I got sick. At first, I broke my wrist. <laughs> then I got sick. Then just the holiday shit, like, the weekend, you know? But we're we're going to work on being more consistent for you guys because we were talking to some people at your party. Oh, so I threw a holiday <laughs> party that um, I got too lit at. It, he was fun lit. It don't look damn it. It was great. He was he was a blast. A thing. I was, he was a blast. All all you need to know is that you were a blast. You were a ray of sunshine. I remember and... the last time I blacked out, I was like, I'm never blacking out again. And what do I do? Three years later, I black out. We don't shame here. Maybe you four. you were fun. You were great. It was amazing. It was your party. It's once a year. I, I wish I could remember it. Well, I'm I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm implanting Thanks. memories. Thank you. But the people who were there, I they I felt like they knew me from the podcast, yeah. and they were asking me stuff, and like giving us recommendations, and like one of the number one, I don't want to say complaints because it sounds negative, but just constructive, like being like we don't we're not we don't have a schedule. So no. in the new year, we decided that we're gonna make a schedule and stick to it so that we can tell you okay every other thursday every other saturday every other insert whatever day we decide but we're gonna do that for the new year that's our goal so that's gonna what we're gonna bring for y'all yeah consistency Um, and we're gonna just make it fucking work yeah Um, but he was awesome at his party and he was lit and it was fun as fuck also shout out to tess because we were on her spotify rap dude that felt so cool not even gonna lie um shout out to alex because he was hitting me up telling me, hey, what's your podcast name? I'm going to binge it. And he literally did. And he, like, texted me afterwards. When and I did. met him, and I was literally like, I love he's, you. He's <laughs> the sweetest. Honestly, he's one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And his robe was was beautiful. Yeah. He looked um, So, shout out to you guys. I love you guys. Um, shout out to everybody else who listens, too. Shout out to Nadia, because she got But we got to shout out my sister, because she's like, shout me out. And she does listen. She listens to yeah. every episode shout at out, work. Shout out to Nini. I love you, too. Um... Hey. Shout out to everybody who listens. Shout out to David's coworkers who all listen to. Damn, I feel like I'm shouting out. Shout out to Natalie, who told me that our last episode was like so good. She was like, you guys are like getting your groove. And I was, it meant so much to me. That's so sweet. Yeah. Anything like you guys tell me, I literally, on the outside, I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. And the inside, I'm like, yeah. ah! But like Natalie will like text me, send me screenshots when she listens. So like, shout out to you, girl. Love you so much. Oh, everyone, all of you guys. Thank yeah. you. And it's just making it work. So we're going to give you the energy that you've been giving us, which is um, consistency. So that's our goal for the new year. So love that for us. Give me five. Yes. Um, And now we're dealing with Christmas. Christmas. Oh, my God. Merry Chrysler. How do you feel about these days? I mean, my like I told you, my theme for this year is thoughtfulness. So I'm trying to give people like based off of thoughtfulness, like things they've told me or things I think they'd like and like. I've never really, not that I haven't done that, but I'm normally like, oh, they asked for this or like, I know they need this or that. And it's like, I'm just really trying to be thoughtful. So like, well, I can't say it because they're probably listening. <laughs> I was going to say I got everyone, but it's just things that like, I A, would think, would know for a fact that they would wear and I didn't ask them. I just picked it. And just like things that I think that is thoughtfulness. I mean, when you gave me my gift, I granted, I was 
fucked up. <laughs> you weren't even fucked. You were lit. You were baby lit. You were mean. I was. Lit. I was faded. Okay, you're faded. Um, That's okay. It was very thoughtful. It was a very thoughtful present. I, I know really you love that movie. Yeah. Oh, it was a. Uh, it was the Showgirls DVD and the cover like framed. And I thought it was so cool and creative. I found it because well, I know he loved this movie. Like he's talked about it to me numerous times. Like I know that's like a heartfelt. Like you genuinely have love for this movie. And so when I found that, like, it had a little pamphlet in it with like it just has a little synopsis, and then it says like it breaks down the scenes and it has pictures on it. So I just put that, and then the DVD that I found, it was like close to the time that it actually was published. Like it wasn't like a reprint, like a new like release. It was like back, like an old ass copy. So on the DVD, it was a picture of the girl too. So I just put it all in a frame, and I was like, Fonzie yeah. would love this. So I'm like, I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. I'm glad too. And then he got me a ghost face rug, and it's cute. And I'm yeah, I thought, like, over I there. Saw, I was like, oh, this is no, so and it's a heart. Because yeah. one thing about me is I'm dark and I love horror, but I'm also a girl you and I love like, cute shit. Yeah. So yeah, it was perfect. I'm like, look at us being thoughtful. Oh. Yeah, but I'm trying to keep it on a budget this year, girl. Oh fuck yeah! Why do you think girl. my theme is thoughtfulness? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here. No, th- it is, and it's like. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my fucking house. I'm grateful for being able to function. But, like, damn. You know? Yeah. And the holidays make it that much more important, like apparent because yeah. it's, like, on top of all your regular expenses, you have to buy shit for people. So that's why, for me, like, the whole thoughtful theme is, like, making me feel, like, happy. Because, like, I love giving gifts to people. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's hard to, like, not stress. So I'm just trying to give with, like, a good heart and a good budget and yeah. just making it work that's all you can do that's all you can do mm-hmm. um so what are we going to talk about today Britney um, Spears? <laughs> you wish <laughs> jk so with that being said about the holidays i know you guys are probably saying like i know what it's gonna be it should be a christmas episode which we will do later but it's well, it's mid-december it yeah it's mid-december right now and with that being said it's like the holidays are a wonderful time and they're very like a reason to be grateful and to spend and to just love and be like splendidly Christmas. But it's also a time to where if you have seasonal depression or family trauma or anxiety or any of those things, like that's all real. And a lot of that comes up during this time, especially. Yeah. Um, and I'm listing everything I have. So insert whatever it is you do have. And that's perfectly fine. And I know that's not really talked about, especially during Christmas. It's all, like, hot chocolate and, like, family love. And don't get me wrong, I love my family. But being cooped up with people that you see sporadically, like, things happen. You feel certain things. There's, It's just... And even seasonal depression. Like, sometimes you could... If you have seasonal depression, it just happens. especially, (laughs) Especially during times like this. So... I just wanted to, we were talking about it, and we were like, you know what, let's talk about an emotionally traumatic movie to kind of just ground everything and tell people it's okay to feel the opposite of, like, hot chocolate and love. It's like, you can't do that 24-7, and that's okay. Honestly. And so we decided on a movie that is near and dear to our hearts, Midsommar. Midsommar. Because it's super emotionally traumatic, full of trauma, Full of just a lot. Yeah. And it's just a perfect segue to share whatever we want to share and to just kind of talk about, I don't want to say mental illness as a whole, but certain aspects of things that we deal with and that shine through. And we're just going to use this movie as a segue to yeah. just, you know, tell people it's okay. And like, 
you sometimes you're in situations that like bring up shit especially during the holidays like you might be in a relationship you're super happy with but being cooped up is just a, a bitch you mm-hmm. might love your family to death but being together is just like brings up old shit and you just need to figure out a balance yeah you might just need an outlet and midsummer has a, an emotion for everyone yeah <laughs> so I'm just listening agreeing with you. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm one who suffers from, not suffers, but, you know, one who deals with, like, seasonal depression when it gets cold and when there's no sun. I'm like, don't talk to me. I keep my phone on. Fucking do not disturb at all times when that happens. But, you know, whatever. Um, So, yeah, like, we all go through our shit. We've all been there. And, you know, it is, it's a human experience. So, I'm glad we're talking about it and we can get into it. We can get into the nitty gritty of it. And, yeah, I'm excited for this. Yay. Yay. So, Midsommar. Midsommar. Uh, when did you first see this movie? Um, I want to say I saw it in theaters. Because mm-hmm. this was before, it was after Hereditary, right? It was after Hereditary. Because I remember Hereditary, I didn't even know Ari Aster. I was literally like, my sister was the one who said, Dude, I saw Hereditary and it was fucking crazy. We have to go watch it. You have to see it. And I was like okay and then i literally was like all right like mm-hmm. literally like no like i wasn't like stoked i was literally just medium because my sister said it was good so i knew it was gonna be good but i was like okay and she was like it was fucking weird but she liked it so i remember going into her this is like i mean i guess it's kind of linked hereditary and like watching it and being like when it ended she was like what do you think and i literally remember the first thing that came to my mouth was like I, what the fuck did i just watch like yeah. i need a minute like i don't even i can't even stop like i don't even can't even tell you what i think about it and that Lightning in a bottle right there. I didn't mm-hmm. think that they could do that twice. Let alone, like, like you can't. Let alone they got a totally different subject. Still got crazy emotional shit. And they did it again. Because yeah. this movie, I don't remember the first time I saw it. But I just remember since the first moment of seeing it, I loved it. And I knew it was odd. But it just hit for me. Yeah. And then I saw the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Which was like an extra, like, almost hour. Yeah. And I was like, I love it even more. I don't think I ever saw the director's cut. I saw it, like, on a date, which was, like, actually a really, really good date. I don't talk to this guy. Well, I see him around, but I don't really talk to him anymore. But now that I've been on a lot of bad dates, I recognize that was a good date. Name him. Exp- I'm just kidding. <laughs> he doesn't even listen. He actually gave me bad reviews about this podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Him. He actually was like, it sounds really amateur. And I was like... With no fucking shit. <laughs> that's literally what I said. And that's when I started that whole, like, little thing that I say, like, if it sounds like we're in my living room, it's because we are. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, thank you. Because now that's pretty much trademark. I say that all yeah. the time. But anyways, it was him. It, the date was thoughtful because he literally got tickets. It was, like, all the way in, like, fucking past Hillcrest, like, mm-hmm. in that, like, artsy theater. And, like, I literally sat in there. And I just remember being, like, and it was, like, three plus, three hours. And, like, he picked me up, took me in, and then I got, like, I'm a drinker, so I drink, I remember I went. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then I went and got another beer. But I brought him one, too, yeah. because I was like, if he doesn't want it, I'll drink it, too. Fuck it. <laughs> but I just remember watching the extended scenes and then being like, wow, like, I get it even more. Mm-hmm. And I just was never off put by it. And I know a lot of people, some people will be like, why the fuck would you watch this? Yeah. I either get hit or miss. So for me, yeah. it was always a hit. And I just told that date story for some reason. But we're allowed to say whatever we want here. So yeah. you guys are welcome. You're welcome. I mean, you didn't name him. It's fine. Yeah. Um... I don't remember the first time I watched it, but I remember I was really into it, and I made, like, all my, not all my friends, but I made a lot of people watch it. One of them, shout out again, was Tess. I went over to her, I remember it was right before COVID, and I was like, we're gonna watch Midsommar, 
and she is not a horror movie person like she'll make me turn them off so like <laughs> I have this video of her like you know the scene where like those old people jump off the cliff and then they smash their faces in yep I have a scene of her yelling be like why didn't you warn me <laughs> so I remember when I do remember tomorrow I remember that that specific time um but yeah, no, I love that movie. Um, I love how we both tied our own personal memories to it. Yeah, I love that for us. Like, I look at us. A bad date, but you know what? I didn't go on a bad date. But, well, you know? I said it was a good date with a person who just talked shit to me, but it's uh, okay. It still was a good date. I could yeah. say that. And he was a cool dude. It just wasn't it. It's yeah. okay. No, this movie. Um, I liked how it really exposed like being in a toxic relationship, not being emotionally validated fucking you know just like the dangers of drugs every time i watch it because i've watched it since it came out i don't do you know when exactly when it came out what year uh, 2019 i want to say okay so i that was what a couple years ago so i remember watching it once and like thinking like one thing and that then like couple, it's been almost five years ago <laughs> well i'm just saying like from that initial instance i remember thinking like initially i was like disgusted by danny i was literally like how pathetic what like what the fuck and then as i watched it again like throughout certain things that have happened to me i'm like i have more like i understanding and sympathy empathy yeah because i'm like okay like she's literally deathly trying to grip the one thing that she has left and she knows it's not good but she doesn't care yeah and it's like it's just like toxic love like you said okay um trauma of really being in a bad relationship being it like family trauma like all those things and like they just mix it all in a perfect circle and yeah. it all comes like back so should we get into it fun fact like i know i've watched this movie a lot of times me and fonzie have both watched it a lot of times but today at work i was like you know what i'm gonna listen to it only like audio only and see if i get a different experience because i was like i've had different experiences seeing it within time changing like over years but i've never like I've always seen the imagery that comes with it. So what happens when I see it without imagery at all and just yeah. my own mind? So I wanted to see if I got anything else from it. And it did change a little bit. Um, not too much. But, I mean, it starts off with we see Danny and she's this girl who's with this guy um, named Christian. And you, they kind of, like, show her, like, being, like, a whiny girlfriend. Like, I'm just going to give it to you guys straight. Whiny girlfriend, like, being all up on Christian and like saying how her sister who has bipolar sent her this weird ominous email about her and her parents because she lives with the parents saying like long story short the email says like it's too dark I can't do it anymore and I'm taking mom and dad with me so they give you the premise that she has bipolar issues that's why she still lives at home and is like up and down and she has psychotic episodes and she's calling Christian and being like it's feel I feel weird because they haven't got back to me and I've been calling my mom and dad so it opens up with like basically her calling her mom and dad and getting no response yeah and so that's when we're introduced to Christian which is her boyfriend of like five years and he's just like she he, always does this he literally hates her he <sighs> fucking hates her yeah. like it's like damn and have you ever met people who like hate their partners I, that trend on TikTok about like oh when you realize when your boyfriend starts hating you, oh. I was just like fuck. It's that's... so sad, but I've been, I mean, I've met people like that, oh. and it's just like so cringe. Like why are you being so mean to your oh. partner? It's because they haven't met themselves where yeah. they need to be. Because people who stay in bad relationships, like believe me, I've been one. So when I say people, I'm speaking <laughs> from my experience, but <laughs> I'm gonna say people <laughs> who stay in bad relationships is because like they're. 
and that's what they're showing you. So it's perfect that we're talking about yeah. this. So it, it just shows that like you're not secure in yourself yet. Like you might have aspects, but you're just very like unsure of like where you're going. So you want to cling to the one thing that you presently already have. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure there's variations of that, but that's exactly what's happening in this. And I feel like that's the root of like a lot of that mean behavior because mm-hmm. you don't, you haven't processed it. So you are taking out on the other person, but saying that you love them, which is yeah, a it's like resentment. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Fucked up way. But like, Hey, so that's what they're showing you. Perfect mm-hmm. segue. Wow. Look at you. You're a podcaster. As Girl, <laughs> whoever that guy I'm was. Like, look at us now. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, but yes so they're showing you that and he's basically like honestly shrugging her off because but again i'm gonna give you both sides he's probably heard this so many times they've been together for five about five years that we learn later yeah and her sisters always pulls shit like this so it's like when people have mental illness like people who don't have mental illness don't understand and i'm guessing he doesn't understand fully because it's like Every single time feels like the end of the world yeah. to that person. So for her, she's like, okay, every single time could be the last time. And like, that's how you're supposed to deal with someone who is having, you're not supposed to belittle them. Mm-hmm. So she never does that. And so he's like, your sister does this all the time. It's just like every other thing. Like basically like calm your ass down. Like yeah. he's all out with his boys and like, she's calling him and, she, and, he, and she's, she's like, so annoying. What a bitch. Basically, yeah. And then she's like, no, you're right. And then that's when you see the, the toxicity. Because yeah, she starts... She's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, girl, She backtracks. Up. Stand up! Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but that's where you get a little taste of it. And she's like, no, you're right. And he's like, you do this all the time. You let her rule your life. You do this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, just being, like, going in. And, and she's like... like oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Don't yeah, you better not. Because you know how I get... <laughs> Um, you see how, like, emotionally stunted she is? Like, she probably has been going through that her whole life with her bipolar bipolar sister. And we don't really see the parents interact. Obviously not, because they're dead. But, um, you know, there's probably, like, parental trauma as well. No, and I got the gist that, like, her sister gets most of the attention. Yeah, and I mean, I can kind of relate. My sisters were a mess. (laughs) So, and I was, like, the one that wasn't fucking up. So I was, like... Kind of ignored. Not to bring my own fucking trauma into this, but you know. Well, so I can we really said we were going to share what we are going to share. So, <laughs> I mean. Um, but you know, like, I could really, because my sisters were a mess when, I, when we were growing up. And I was the one that was kind of, like, to the side. Because I wasn't, like, on drugs or getting pregnant as a teen, you know? <laughs> Congrats. Well, I mean, I was doing drugs, but, like, not getting caught. And you were doing, like, safe drugs. Like, I was smoking weed. <laughs> you were just in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, her interpretation of it is like totally different than his so he's belittling her and just talking shit basically and the sad part is like they hang up and then her his friends are like damn you need to just break up with her you've been unhappy for this long like they're just dogging her they're like she's just like and he's just like what if i break up with her and then i can't get her back and everyone's like so you don't want her back and they're just talking shit like they're honestly just going in showing you like what you think you're getting for the conversation, it's like just making it solidified. Yeah. And then she calls back. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, dude, is she calling you again? Oh yeah. Well, the sister committed suicide and also killed the parents. Mm-hmm. So now her whole family's dead and she's an orphan. 
Because she doesn't have anyone. Like, Damn. But that just shows, like, if you're unhappy and you're, you need to go with your gut and, like, you do more damage. Like, if he would have, like, stood on his own and not been a bitch and been like, look, I don't want to be with you. And, like, you shouldn't want to be with me either because I treat you like shit and you're so passive. Like, you're so passive and will let me treat you however you want. Like, yeah. you might not see it, but, like, you don't want to be with someone like that. Like, you, she's a, a classic people pleaser. Like, you know? Loving someone who can never love you back the way that you need it. That is a horror story. Even maybe not always being the victim. Maybe you're the villain too by having somebody stay with you and not, say, forcefully doing it, but maybe emotionally. Emotionally? God damn, that's so heavy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And in a small matter of time, like, we're barely in the beginning. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you feel like you want to cry for no it's reason. It's just a lot. Like, damn, like... If we're really making people want to see this shit. <laughs> people love emotionally driven things. Um, but um, so you cut to like a few weeks later, maybe like after everything is done, and they're like, uh, Christian and his friends are planning a trip to what is it, Sweden? Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, for like their midsummer festival because their friend, what was his name, Paolo or something? Yeah. Well, their their Swedish friend is gonna take them to his like people. To celebrate the, the Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Um, Solstice. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you want to come with us? To the girl. Uh, no. Yeah. They're at a party. And she doesn't even know. Yeah. And then they start talking about it. And she's like, well, mind you, she he didn't even want her to go to this party. Like, he goes in with to her room after she's, like, up, been crying and, like, oh, my family's dead. And he's like, oh, are you sleeping? And she's like, no, I'm awake. What are you, where are you going? And he was like, oh, I'm just going to go to this party really quick. Don't worry, I'll come back. Like, it'll just be a, a, an appearance. And then he was, she was like, no, I'll go with you. I'm glad you rewatched it because I don't yeah. remember this. And then he literally was like, in his face, he's like, fuck. But he was like, okay, because he, now he can't tell her no. He couldn't she's tell her no orphan. before. Like, yeah. And, like, <laughs> she's trying to be a good girlfriend and be like, okay, I don't want to put my trauma on him. Even though, girl, your family just died. But, like, that's just showing you the dynamic even more. Like, they just fucking hate you with a bat over and over. Yeah. And so they're at the party. And they start talking about their trip. And she's like... Oh, you guys are going to Sweden? He's like, and all her all his friends are like, yeah. And then she's like, when? And then he was like, him too, and her boyfriend. And they were like, yeah, in two weeks. And she's like, oh. And like, yeah, our tickets are already bought and everything. And she's just like, oh, because he didn't tell her. So she's like being cool. And they get home, and he gaslights her because she's like, that was weird. Like you already have your ticket. And he's like, well, I just decided today I'm not going. And yeah. she was like, yeah, but you never even told me about it. And it like you have a ticket, like. That's kind of weird. Like, how would you feel if it was reversed? Yeah. And he was just like, I already apologized. Like, I said, sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going. Like, what else do you want from me? Like, you know what? I think I should just leave. And that's when you see her be like, no, I'm happy you're time. going. Yeah. She's like, I'm happy you're going. That's great for you. I just didn't know. I just wanted to talk about it. And you're just like. Girl. He should be kissing your ass because you lost your whole family. Yeah. So long story short, he feels bad. So he invites her out of pity. And he tells his friend, she's not going to go because, like, why would she come? And then she comes. And then then she walks into the apartment and and all the friends are like, oh, you're coming with us. Yay. They're like, Like, "Mm." So sad. But the only one who's excited is their Swedish friend. Pele. um, Pele, not Pablo. Pele. Uh, He was the one that was, like, really excited for her to go. Um, so that you get some hints, you get some foreshadowing there. Cause he knows her trauma and he's yeah. like, that's a perfect combination. Oof. <laughs> he's plotting. And he sees how, how, um, Christian treats her. Yeah. Like, 
It's not a secret that he's a shitty boyfriend. It's not that he hates her. And it's not a secret that she, like, does whatever she can to, like... He literally hates her. Yeah, she's, like, annoyingly catering to him. Yeah, she's too clingy. But it's to the point where, like, if you put yourself in both of her shoes, like, yeah, I can be like, he's shitty. He's a piece of shit. He treats her like shit. But her, too. Like, girl, like, how annoying would it be if you're constantly being a bitch to someone and being like, I don't want to be around you with your actions? And yet they still are, like, kissing your ass and, like, literally following you around like a little dog. Like, you're telling me that that wouldn't annoy the shit out of you? Like, they're both to the point where, like, they're at their end straw wherever they are. Like, she's literally willing to throw out her own feelings to, like, be with him. And he's literally willing to be a bitch to her in front of people and not care because he's so done. Yeah. Damn. That's a toxic mix. Period. Period. And they feel glued together based on trauma that is uncontrollable. So, and then in the next scene... She, like, walks into the bathroom, and I love this scene. She, like, walks into the bathroom, shuts the door, and it turns into the airport bathroom. And she's, like, crying in there, right? Yeah. Well, because Pella ends up saying, like, oh, I never had to tell you, but I'm really happy you're coming. But also, I lost my parents, too. And, like, starts getting into basically, like, saying I'm sorry. And she's, so she starts hyperventilating. Oh, okay. And then he's, like, I'm sorry. And she's, like, no, I just have to go to the bathroom. I just have to go to the bathroom. So she closes the door in the house, in the apartment. And, like, she starts hyperventilating. And then it, like, switches and now she's in the plane so that whole other scene like just skips it's so good yeah how did he even think of that like i remember hearing that i just heard that scene today and i was like damn that's so good yeah it's a good scene it really is that's so smart Mm -hmm. so cut to them arriving in sweden um going to this festival like they're on their way right they do shrooms before they go yeah they like meet up with all the other people who are also going yeah and I I would tell her, girl, do not do these right now. You are not in a mental state to be doing shrooms. Um, I've done shrooms in a not so great mental state, and I had the worst time ever. So um, literally, my advice to anyone: if you try anything like psychedelic, psychedelic, if you're not at a good place within yourself, don't do it. And then you gotta be around people you're really comfortable with, because you're gonna get weird. people you don't really know, like your significant other's friends who don't really like you. I don't suggest you do psychedelics. She's kind of like gaslit in a weird way to do it. And she so gets, she does she's it. She's a people pleaser. She doesn't want to She was like, okay, out. I'll do it. I'll do it. I would have said I'm going to do it and then not eat them. Yeah, lied. I'm like, okay, good luck. But that just shows her character. Like she is a people, like you said, a people yeah. pleaser. Um, and she's already been putting herself on the line to the back burner for her boyfriend. Why wouldn't she do this? And then I really like how they, they, uh, film the scenes where they're on drugs because it's like super trippy like to the viewer as well so it's like you you kind of do feel like you're like oh shit did like I a little, little like, mix like, and then it's crazy that like it was always light and i feel like that's another thing that why this movie is so good it's because in hereditary everything was so dark yeah but in this one he like switched it up but was still able to get the whole element of like okay in hereditary it was family dysfunction and this one it was like family how family dysfunction like stains a lot of other things in your life and kind of seeps through and like if you don't get a hold on it it will destroy everything and so like it was just showing danny like how like yeah her root problem was family dysfunction and like that was the initial thing that made her the way that she is so it seeps into her personal relationships into her into her personality into the way that she deals with other people into the way that she can feel like no one wants her there and she'll still be there like just things that normal people would maybe like not do mm-hmm. she's just not secure because she's so like that shit is seeping in so much into her that it's staining to the point where she doesn't even see clearly yeah 
So, like, that... It's showing you things without showing you things. So, it's yeah. crazy how this movie works. And like you said, it's very beautiful. It's all sunlight. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Shows them on drugs. They go to meet everyone. It's, like, basically, like, I don't want to initially call it a cult. I want to say it's, like, very village-esque. Yeah, it's very, like, almost Amish feeling. Yeah, kind of, yeah. like, Amishy, villagey, small towny, but, like, not... Well, you can't say that word. Not like country small town. I'm thinking like farmer small town. Yeah, it's very like they're Amish. They're like in nature. There's a lot of flowers. It's like Midsommar, obviously. They were the first people who were nice to her. Like everybody treated her like shit, like a, a, nu- a nuisance. So like people validating her feelings, like feeling her feelings with her was nice to see as a viewer. And we felt validated. I yeah. felt validated seeing her validated. Yeah. And, like, they were, for the first time, she was actually, like, made to, like, she was, when they crowned her the May Queen, Mm -hmm. she was, like, the fucking, anything you need, anything you feel, we feel. Like, we are behind you. She hasn't felt that for, arguably, like, I don't know her whole life, but I would assume her whole life. Yeah. Based off what they've showed you. (laughs) But, um, so, like, you see the cult slowly, one by one, killing off people, and, um. Oh, yeah, I just skipped over that part. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you've seen it more recently, so how do they do it? Well, one of their friends' name is Josh, and he wants to do a thesis on, like, the village and, like, their traditions and stuff. And he ends up, like, trying to go sneak in to see their, like, basically their Bible. And Mm -hmm. he was told that he couldn't do it. So he goes and he's taking pictures. And literally, like, he gets hit over the head. But it's because he thinks that he sees the other guy that they're with. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy from um, Where the Millers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you doing in here? I'm not supposed to be here. Like, be quiet. Like, we can't get caught. But really, it's just the skinned. That was crazy. That it was, was the skin thing. of his friend that yeah. they killed literally the same day earlier. Yeah. So, honestly, there's a lot of good kills. And they they slowly, they literally cat treat you. So, like, they show you the, the emotional shit is definitely the like main course but then the murders are like sprinkled in enough and they're they're not gory but the the presence of when you finally see how they're murdered is just enough like it, yeah. it matches the emotional tone but there is gore in this movie like oh yeah the there's scene. a lot of nudity by the way oh yeah you see some dick um <laughs> but, and um, some um some bush <laughs> i was gonna say meow but i mean <laughs> i guess <laughs> But, uh, like, the scene where, like, the old people jump off the cliff. This movie's so smart. Mm-hmm. It's smart. You can say, it's is it overly brutal? Yeah. But that's what life is, dude. Trauma is overly brutal. Also, I love the scene where she burns them alive. Me too. Oof. That smile. It's all in slow motion. The music is dramatic. She is, like, struggling. Oh, she just oh. saw him fucking another bitch, by the way. Yeah. Dude, that scene where he's fucking another bitch. And, like, <laughs> all the other ladies are just there all <laughs> naked. <laughs> They're just like being like. People are listening to this. They're like, "What the fuck are they talking?" Yeah, about? it's. Uh, I'm telling you, when I say artsy, we are. We mean like the end of artsy. Yeah. Um, so like, long story short, he ends up cheating on her. But there's so much more in the middle. With it's just cult elements. You should definitely yeah, watch they're, it. They're all drugged up. Um, it just yeah. gets weirder and weirder. Their traditions just start going off the wall, like to people who don't understand. Like I mean, it's made up, so it's okay to say off the wall. Like I'm not upsetting anyone, but it's like. Because it is, and that's what he's meant, that's what he's trying to do, is to show you, like, when you're put in a corner, a lot of things will slide, and, like, especially if you're dealing with trauma, especially if you're a guest, especially, it's just, like, they, he adds X, Y, Z, like, all these things, and it's just intense, and...
it's really artfully done. I really like this movie a lot. Um, yeah. Like about compromise and there's a point where like if you don't both aren't compromising, there's not really a relationship. Yeah, that's the hard thing about relationships. I've been in one for nine years now and that's the biggest lesson I've taken away from this. Like, um, it's about compromise. It's about communication and compromise. As boring as that sounds. Seeing worst case scenario mm -hmm. and like... Yeah, for sure. I, I, um, I could relate to Danny a lot because I did grow up with, with a sister who was... You know, she was on her own shit. Like, she was mentally dealing with some shit. And mm -hmm. my mom would focus on her a lot more than me. Or, like, my other sister, she was a teen mom, you know. Whatever. Anyway, um, so, like, when I first was messing with people, I would get very attached very quick and think, like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, if they leave me, then what the fuck? You know what I mean? So I could kind of relate. I kind of was like Danny a little bit at first and as i've grown i've like grown out of that no totally but um you know it is like it's real and life. that comes with time and experience as well because yeah. it's like the thing the crazy thing is that everyone has their own trauma so it's like there's no perfect recipe there's no right or wrong there's no like it affects everyone and it seeps into your other phases differently like for you you said okay so anytime you meet someone you would be i i was there too i was yeah. a serial dater for my whole like from when i was literally a teenager until i was 26 yeah. I was I always had a boyfriend mm -hmm. and I when I say I had a boyfriend like I would ride or die for them and it's like trust me I know <laughs> and like I was like that's what I would want so I was being like okay like this is gonna be my new family like I'm gonna if I get married like I'm gonna be like I'm gonna always have the dynamic that I would want but then it's like is that really what I wanted or we're trying to fill a void? Yeah, exactly. I was obviously trying to fill a void. So when you grow and you realize, I've come to realize, like, I've never wanted kids. So, like, I was willing to sacrifice my own, at one point, my own feelings, like, my own, like, well-being just mm -hmm. to be like, oh, but I want this forever. Yeah. And so it's like, that was a long time ago. But seeing movies and bringing this up, like, it's good to sometimes reminisce on, like, how far you've come. Because it's so easy to just, like... It, there's always going to be trauma. There's always going to be drama. There's always going to be something that's, uh, especially if you have seasonal depression, like I have chronic anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I deal with it every single day. And it's so easy for people who don't have anxiety to just be like, well, just don't think about it. And I'm like, oh, I never tried that. Yeah. No. So you have to find things that work for you. And like, for me, like constantly, like, I mean, I'm not saying watch movies this heavy every day, but having a good, like, just unraveling for a little bit and letting your yeah. heart and mind and just feeling and then it, the mix of like gore in there to just lighten it up a little bit yeah i feel like it's good sure. like you gotta you gotta maybe see an outside perspective of somebody who is going through a similar situation as you yeah and i i really like how this movie allows you to dabble into your own trauma without dipping deep mm -hmm. if you don't want to yeah, for sure and so especially in the holidays where it's like it's all about, like, it's family, and you see all the, like, holiday specials, and, like, this is how f normal families are. There's no normal family. There is no, no perfect dynamic. There is no perfect relationship. There is no, like, white fucking white wonderland. Like, I'm sure there's aspects of that, and there's aspects of that in every family, in every dynamic, in every relationship. But just be aware that, like, whatever you're feeling is valid, and you're allowed to feel that even in this time when it's pushed on us to just be, like oh have a holly jolly like yeah you're gonna have holly jolly moments but like in order to get from one holly jolly moment to the next holly jolly moment you got to deal with your shit yeah and seasonal depression like people who don't have it will not understand you but it doesn't mean you're not valid and you're allowed to yeah. i when i feel i can feel it coming 
mm-hmm. and I will literally plan like just sleeping. So I'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go to work, and then I'm just gonna sleep, and I'll do that for three days, and I'll give myself a time limit, and I'll be like, okay, you can be sad, listen to fucking Smiths, be fucking sad, be like for no reason, just go ahead, yeah. and then after three days, you have to like go outside, yeah. just go for a walk, do this, do that. So like that's what works for me, and taking ashwagandha. Hit me up if you want to know, because I'll give you my whole spiel. That has changed my life. Damn. It's a natural herbal supplement that's nice. definitely... And I'm diagnosed chronic yeah. anxiety. I just didn't want to take the meds. And that has been my lifeline. Um, but that's me personally. But there's always something for everyone. Yeah. And so like that's what us talking about this traumatic shit during the holidays. On top of like the world in general being oh. chaos, you know? Yeah. Like Everything's a shit show right now. It really is. So it's hard to not get yourself down. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it yeah. really is. And just keep a routine. Just just keep trying, really. And it's we just really wanted to do this this movie because it's so heavy and to just acknowledge every emotion in any situation. Like if you're in a shitty relationship, if you're Danny, if you're Christian, if you're hopefully not the cult, but <laughs> like right. any place of life that you're at, like. You can always grow from that and you can always just move forward. So don't let anyone tell you it otherwise. And like as someone who has been told, like, just stop thinking about it with anxiety or depression or I'm telling you, like, you're validated and it is real. For sure. Yeah, you have to have those people you can, like, really be honest with because, you know, there's not a lot of people you can be like you're you can't be vulnerable with like. When you find those people, just, you know, all we can do is take it day by day. So it's like, is this podcast episode, like, acknowledging your trauma going to save you for fucking life? Probably not. But it's a good step. And it's a good way to, like, if you need that seed, like, we're giving it to you. Like, that change of perception. Yeah. Because for me, the change of perception, like I've said many, many times, for me, that, that does miracles. For sure. I read The Four Agreements, and that shit has changed my life because it changes my way of thinking, of my perception. I constantly need perception changes. So for the person that I am, I constantly need to, like, venture and read and see and be put in a place where my mind, like, do I already know this? Yeah, but I need to constantly have it reevaluated. That's what works for me. Yeah, for sure. And so you're going to find out what works for you. And, like, during the holidays, it's fucking rough out here. But just take a breath. (sighs) You know? And... Hey, everyone's dealing with shit. Just take comfort in that. If you don't take comfort in anything, just know no matter what you see online, like, everyone is dealing with some shit. Honestly. So. (laughs) What Uh, do you rank this movie? uh, 9 out of 10. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. It's not for everyone, but I wish people would, like, read the synopsis before watching it because that would help your, your synopsis of taking it in, I think. Actually, my friend Tess, shout out to Tess for the third time, um, for my birthday a few years ago, she sent me a, like, a print of, like, an artist she knows who made, like, a Midsummer collage. Oh, nice. So, it's, like, Danny crying and then, like, the cult behind her crying with her. And, like, she has the flower count and stuff. I have it up in my room. It's, oh, cute. Yeah, super cute. I love it. You have to post a picture of it. You have to send me a picture of it. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. But, yeah, no, I love this movie. <laughs> like, the real horror in this movie is, like, Danny's emotions. The like, real-life dynamic, right? Yeah. And the the way that, like, nothing is more horrible or nothing horror-inducing than, like, everyday trauma. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, we all fucking go through it. And some people don't find a supportive cult at the end. They just got to yeah. deal. Yeah. One day we'll, we'll find, we will find our supportive I feel like we're each other's supportive cults. <laughs> Dude, speaking of cults, I watched this documentary. Sorry, 
No, Random. is it Twin Flame? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But I've heard of that one. Yeah. No, Love Has One on Max. Girl, that shit is wild from start to finish. Well, I don't so have Max. It's this, I'll, I'm going to send you the trailer. Okay. But it's this lady who was like a regular ass American, all American girl. She grew up in a normal family. But um, she ends up getting super into like yoga. Right? And then she starts like... One thing goes to another, and it's like she starts saying that she is Mother God and that she has found her Father God. She goes to like Arizona to meet up with this old man. They start doing like internet live videos. They start getting a following. I'm just, I'm just giving you the gist. Um, she starts being like, you know what? We're just going to do whatever makes us feel good in this little commune that we have. And they start just like drinking and smoking, and that's all they're doing. And you know, she gets over one guy. She's like, oh, wait, that's not Father God. The elders, intergalactic people talk to me. And this is Father God, actually. And it's another guy who's younger. And then they're doing whatever. She's like, wait, actually, this one. And it's this guy she's, like, going through. And everyone's like, well, we got to listen to her. She's Mother God. Um, and then they read somewhere that, like, drinking, like, powdered silver is good for you. So they mix powdered silver and drinks and drink it. Long story short, this lady is like just full of trauma. She's saying she's saying she believes that Robin Williams is is communicating with her from the dead, from the intergalactic. And I think gonna, I heard about this. Yeah, it's fucking wild. She's on her deathbed and she's like, "Take me to the hospital," and they say you would never say that, and then she dies. Uh, I don't think she says take me to the hospital. She's like, "Don't take me to the hospital because I would never." But she's like gray from all the fucking silver she's drinking. She's like a hundred pounds. She's dying, and then she dies, and they're like carrying her body around because they're like, "Well, the the elders are supposed to take her in their spaceship. Where are they? We have her." So they're just carrying this dead body, crossing fucking borders and shit. It's fucking wild. I highly recommend it. Oh my god, yeah. I want to watch this. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Dude, people are crazy. I. I never was particularly interested in reading about cults when it comes to true crime, but lately it's like, it's so intense. Like what yeah. you're just saying, I'm like, yeah, it's wild from start to finish, dude. Crazy. Because you're thinking like, that's fucking psychotic. Who would do that? How would you? How do you get from A to Z? And then they explain like low key how like they indoctrinate every little bit and like they speak your love language and they love bomb you and they like next thing you know you're like they're my family and then it's like what wouldn't you do for your family? <laughs> But yeah, watch it and then let us know. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, um, watch it tomorrow. It's oh yeah, a really good. <laughs> <laughs> Not a segue, but uh, Midsummer. No, it's a really good movie. No, um, I like Midsummer, and I like that it's not Christmas themed at all. So if you are overwhelmed by the holidays, you can just unwind with this, you know, yeah. original trauma. <laughs> are you a holidays fan? No. No, you don't like Christmas. No, I've always like been a Grinch, though. To be honest. Do you like New Year's? Yeah. Yeah. Midsommar, I love it. It's one of my favorites. But then again, we are the Good For Her podcast. And this is definitely in the genre of Good For Her. For sure. Um, is I it for everyone? No. Is this your second time reviewing it? Yeah, but I, I archived all the other ones that I did. Yeah. So, like, only ones that are up are the ones of me. Wow. Yeah. Because we revamped. But, you know, it's a good movie. Even if you don't understand it, it's a good watch after hearing this. It's Is it weird? Yeah. Is everyone going to give it, like, a standing ovation? No, but, like, that's the beauty of dr- movies. I it's like you get to dabble. Oh, me too, girl? Yeah. That's why we're on this podcast. <laughs> as soon as that smile scene, when they zoom in on her face, and they're burning her boyfriend alive, and she's witnessing it because of all the shit that she's held on, and she smiles, I, that feeling is just... Yeah. 
We've all wanted to burn somebody alive. Yeah, and like, don't do it. So just watch this movie to just <laughs> yeah. get that feeling out. Yeah, it's really cathartic. Cathartic as fuck. And so, I mean, we already said everything we could say. Um, but if you're going through something, just know you're not alone. Um, we're here for you. Send us a message. Like, Yeah, honestly, I would love to hear from you guys. We yeah. would love to hear it. Like, like I said, our New Year's resolution is to be more consistent. So we'll definitely be building a schedule so you can hear us. But, you know, like, we would love to hear from you. If you listen to us and love us, we do love you too. Or And... We would love to hear anything you have to say. Yeah, and shout out to all our friends who've who've been listening, who are new listeners, mm-hmm. you know? And just know trauma is, as much as you people don't want to make it seem, trauma is in everyone. Everyone yeah. has some aspect of trauma, so don't be ashamed of it. I love this whole new revamp of, like, if you have a mental illness, that doesn't make you less than, like, there's ways to deal with it. There's ways to function. Like, I always say, I have functional depression. I have, yeah. well, now I have functional anxiety. There is a way to make it work. And you know what? Read, watch shows, find out what works for you. Yeah. Because there is something out there that could help. For sure. And, I mean, that's all I got. Same. Well, thank you for listening. Um, we're going to do a Christmas episode. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking Krampus because I love Krampus. Yeah, let's do Krampus. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. I've never seen it. Oh, yay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so we got to we gotta come back real quick and do that before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So this is where you get out all your emotions about the negative effects that being cooped up with your family will do. Buying gifts, stressing, all that. Just get it out now. Yeah. Make peace with it. And then next week will be festive. Yeah, next week will be festive. <laughs> And then Christmas is over, and we have a new year to look forward to. Yep. Um, Woo! Are we going to Coachella this year? Who knows? <laughs> you want to think about Fonzie? He loves Coachella. <laughs> Do I? You don't get it. It's a vibe. Oh, yeah, I never went. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, watch Midsummer. Thank you for listening. Yeah, Love like I said, follow us, at us, message us. I just started doing TikTok videos, so if you go like them, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. And we'll be back. Don't you fret. We will be here. All right. Bye. Bye.